What's up, everybody? It's Mr. James O'Neill here, keynote speaker, National Board Certified Math Teacher, and today your podcaster. My mission is to bring a mastery for all, empowered by equity for all, through the belief of expectations for who? For all, y'all. And you know if I'm saying y'all, you know where I'm coming from. The South, by way of the QC, the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. And listen, I am super excited that you have joined me. Today, today. So here it is. Today's podcast is brought to you by the topic of the myth of the myth of the new math. So, y'all, there is no new math. Not in the sense that we're talking about, right? So let me remind us of the era that many of us have been raised in. Take it back now, y'all. When we were in school, we were given books, right? Those books went into a book bag or a locker. We opened those books, took those books home. We read those books. Those books had notes in them with examples in them. The teacher stood before us on the chalkboard, or if they were fancy, they had an overhead projector and wrote down the problems. We were to copy the notes. There were a lack of raising your hand and asking of why. There was a lack of the explanation of why does this work and how does this work? We were taught a lot of algorithms. We were taught a lot of uh, tricks and different things to help us memorize. There was a lot of rote memorization. We went home and did 20 problems and we did them over and over and over again. We saw worksheets that did not have pictures, did not have diagrams. They just had a problem for us to solve. Many of us had books that had the odd problems with the answers in the back. And so, we looked at the odd problems, did some of the odd because our teachers never really assigned us the odd problems. They assigned us the even problems and we checked our work that way. There was nothing telling us as to why we got the answer. The teachers told us to do this and that is what we did. Now let's fast forward to today. We are now living in an era where everyone wants to know why. We question everything. Our society wants to know why. Well, why can't I do that? And why can't I go there? And why, 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 why? We never really asked why in the classroom because we grew up in a time that you didn't question adults. We were even told not to question God himself. And so now we grow up in this 21st century and everybody wants to know why. Well, what has it trickled down to? the math that we teach today. So quick story, I went to NC State Wolfpack. If y'all could see me holding up my Wolfpack sign, you can't see me, but imagine it. If you wanna Google it, you can. But anyway, I went to NC State (laughs) through the years of 2002 through 2006. And in my junior year, I got into one of my courses that was centered around math education. And I had this professor by the name of Dr. Lee Stiff. Now, this was a black man, and I had never really seen a black man in this role like this before, and Dr. Stiff was really intimidating. And so I'm sitting in the class with about 20 of us 
it all together because it was a very small cohort. It was the College of Education and in NC State. It wasn't a big, big, big college within the university. But we're all sitting there and Dr. Stiff asked us, why does A squared plus B squared equals C squared? And I'm like, that's the Pythagorean theorem. I can do it. It tells you the hypotenuse of the third side of a right triangle. We all knew how to use the formula, but no one could explain to him why it came about. So Dr. Stiff, who I did not know at the time, was the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics. That's NCTM. He was their president from 2000 to 2002. He had wrote other books. He was the man. And I never knew this. All I knew that he was my intimidating professor. And he literally made us feel so small because no one could tell him why A squared plus B squared is equal to C squared squared. No one could tell him why. So I'm here and I know this is not visual, but I want you to close your eyes. I invite you to close your eyes, y'all. I invite you to imagine a right triangle. Now, if you can't imagine this, you might want to pause this <laughs> and Google a right triangle. No shade, but I'm just saying it doesn't work without a right triangle at this moment. So a right triangle and imagine bringing a square attaching a square to both to the to the sides of the right triangle so you know a triangle has three sides and so the pythagorean theorem your eyes are still closed imagine seeing squares attached to them right so the pythagorean theorem says a squared plus b squared is equal to c squared and i'm going to say it like this the square of a plus the square of b is equal to the square of c do y'all know those squares that are attached to those right angles are that side squared? So literally, the square attached to what we call the side of the leg plus the square of the other leg, those literal squares will give you, the addition of them will give you the square of the hypotenuse. Like no one took the time to even show us. And it wasn't like this theorem was hard. <laughs> it wasn't like it was so conceptually beyond us. It's just the fact that no one ever told us why. Some of you are getting your mind blown. You're just like, I don't get what he said. I need to pause this and I need to look this up. And I'm literally telling y'all, look up the proof of the Pythagorean theorem and see how the squares attached to the sides of the right triangle, all they do is add up to the square of the hypotenuse, that which is the side across from the right angle. Y'all, it wasn't that hard. But guess what? I grew up in a time where they didn't explain that stuff. And so what we are finding today is that teachers like us are now being asked to explain what we were never explained about. <laughs> we were never told these things. And so we are now asked to teach a curriculum. Common Core came up and shifted up some things. And I love what Common Core is trying to do with our education. It's trying to say that we take us out of this rote memorization and give kids the empowerment of why and math should be connected and it should make sense. And you should see visual representations and you should be able to break things down and it should be tangible. It should be close to us. It should not be the one subject 
that people feel like it's okay not to be good in or great in. We can all be great in math. One of my friends, Rob Lechner, always says that we are all math people. And we are. It is just this subject that is just like, uh, either I'm good or I'm not. And that's a lie. And we can talk about that another time. But we're talking about the fact that your kids are bringing work home that you cannot explain. You're just like, girl, if you don't take these two numbers and add them together, or you don't take this and divide this like this, I don't know why I got to decompose and decompress and and, and move this. And, and, and <laughs> it, it, it frustrates the mess out of us because we were never showed this. But it is, it's empowering when you can see why the mess Math makes sense. The reason why math was so detached and it seemed like there were only certain math people was because it didn't make sense to us. Math algebra is, is when I started teaching, it's called the language of algebra. Like it has its own language. And if you can't speak it, then you're like, I'm a foreigner here. Like I don't belong here. And that's why it seems like this subject is only for certain people, those people that can articulate its language. But I'm telling you that what we're trying to do, what education is trying to do now is empower young people to see and be able to articulate the language now. And it is frustrating those of us that have never been told why. It's not new, y'all. It's now explained. I'm going to say that one more time. It's not new. It's just being explained. And so what your child and what we are as educators are now being exposed to is the why. Why is a fraction the way it is? What does an equivalent fraction look like? Why does this function curve? Why is it a parabola? Why can't you divide by zero? What does that mean? How can I conceptually see this? How can I see this representation? on a table, then on a graph, then in a word problem, we are trying to empower our kids. Why? So here's the age old question. When am I ever going to use this in life? Oh, that question right there. And I literally tell my scholars, listen, y'all, the point or the purpose of mathematics is to take something that can seem problematic and draw connections, right? In life, there will be problems. There will be situations. There will be challenges that you will literally have to sit down and come up with a solution to. Not everything you're going to see today will appear in your real life, but because math has changed so much, what I am showing you is a real life situation that involves the math that we are learning today, and you may never see it again after today. That's the truth that many of us will not tell you, but I am building your problem-solving skills. I'm building your perseverance. I'm building the belief that everything cannot be done as quick as we want it to be done, that there are some things that takes time. But when we get there, y'all, we got there and it feels so good to know I spent this life, part of my life, getting to the solution. But I'll never forget it a day again. I'm here to tell you, it's not new. It's being explained. And no one ever took the time 
to explain it to us. And now we are explaining it to our kids. (laughs) And what is new is the why. (laughs) That is what's new now. There really hasn't been anything added to the books that were never there before. What has been added to the books is the reason why this worked. And for many of us, it was in the books. It's just the teacher just skipped it. You know that big old long story at the begin, beginning where they had somebody walking and whatever like that. And it was like, this person is running and jogging. We never read that stuff. We just, we just went to the problems. <laughs> we just went to the problems. And we're saying now we can't skip that part of the book. We can't do it anymore. And so I did not feel comfortable doing it at first, but now I feel so amazing when I know why and I'm able to articulate the why to my kids and they are able to articulate the why to each other. Again, y'all, math is not new. It's finally being explained. All right, that's it for the show today. I hope you enjoyed yourself and I'm super excited that you joined me again. You can always reach out to me if you want to bring me in to speak to all the things that I do speak to, whether it's mastery, equity, math, all those things can be found on my website at www.mrjamesoneal.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Mr. Dot James O'Neill, LinkedIn and Twitter at Mr. James O'Neill. And most of all, please come back for the next show. I'm super excited because we are going to bring mastery for who? All. Y'all have a wonderful day. Today, today.